Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you ever feel left out like your friends want to be with someone else instead of you? What if you really needed those friends to help you solve a mystery? Chris and Maria discover an old safe in their grandparents' basement, but no one knows the combination. Who gave the money to build the cross above Mill Valley? Chris and Maria think the answer is inside the old safe. As they follow the clues, Chris learns some important lessons about friendship and jealousy, and about being a Christian. Chapter 4. Searching for Clues The empty countertop didn't bother Grandma at all. The statue isn't missing, Chris. I put it in your backpack before I went outside so you wouldn't forget it. I didn't want it to get knocked onto the floor accidentally. You two were concentrating on the photo albums and didn't notice what I was doing. Or that I left, Grandma explained. Chris's face turned red. I guess it was pretty foolish of us to get so upset when we couldn't find Grandma or the statue, he thought. Maria, did you find what you were looking for in the photo albums, Grandma asked. Maria shook her head. No, I thought I remembered a picture of great-grandpa Archer when he wasn't wearing a beard. Chris didn't believe me. I thought it was a picture of him standing by the cross Pastor Hill was talking about. Grandma sat down at the table. Let me think. Now that you mention it, I do remember a time when Dad shaved his beard off. It was many, many years ago, and he let it grow right back. He always liked a beard. Do you remember the picture, Grandma? Maria asked hopefully. If there is such a picture, I don't remember it, Maria. I'm sorry. Seeing the disappointment on Maria's face, Grandma added, But I'll ask around. Maybe John remembers it. Chris knew Grandma was talking about her brother, John Archer. He also knew that the next day she and Grandpa were going to be leaving to visit Uncle John in Seattle, Washington for the week. So you'll ask Uncle John if he remembers the picture, Chris asked? Yes, Maria chimed in, and if he has it, could you mail it to us? I think it might be a clue. A clue to what? Grandma asked. The combination to the safe? Maria and Chris looked at each other. Maria shook her head slightly. I'm sorry, Grandma. We can't say for sure right now. We're working on solving an important mystery. Two cars pulled into the driveway at nearly the same time. Chris looked out the window. Grandpa's home, he announced, and Mom and Dad are here to pick us up. Okay, I'll go wake Yo-Yo up, Maria said. Yo-Yo was still rubbing her eyes when Mom and Dad and Grandpa walked into the kitchen through the back door. Well, hi, sleepyhead, Grandpa said, picking Yo-Yo up and giving her a kiss on the cheek. Yo-Yo finished rubbing her eyes and smiled at Mom and Dad. Grandpa handed her over to Dad. Did you have a nice date, Maria asked Mom with a giggle. Mom smiled. We sure did. How was your evening at Grandma's? Great, Chris and Maria said in unison. Maria and I won hide-and-seek, Yo-Yo said. Then she went to sleep, Chris added. Before leaving for home, everyone gave Grandma and Grandpa a big hug goodbye and wished them a safe flight. Grandma remembered the box of clothes and had Dad carry it out to the car so he could take it to church next week. Don't forget to ask Uncle John about the photograph, Maria reminded Grandma. I won't, Grandma assured her. I'll ask him first thing. When Dad stopped at an intersection on the way home, Chris looked up at the hill where the cross stood. Glowing in the lights that shone on it, the cross made him feel happy that he was a Christian. He wondered how many people thought about what Jesus did for them by dying on the cross. Chris leaned over Yo-Yo so he could whisper to Maria, Since we have to wait to see if Uncle John has that photograph you're looking for, let's work on finding the combination to Great-Grandpa's old safe. Maybe there's a clue in there that will help us prove great-grandpa donated the money for the cross. Maria nodded her head. Okay. Then Chris placed his finger in front of his lips and shook his head to tell Yo-Yo not to say anything. Yo-Yo whispered, Okay. Chris awoke with a start. 
Wow, what a weird dream, he said to himself. What a weird night of dreams. All night he had been dreaming about the safe. He jumped out of bed and headed to Maria's room. Maria, wake up! He shook her until she stirred awake. What is it? Maria asked sleepily. Chris sat down on the floor with his back leaning against Maria's bed. I've been tossing and turning all night, dreaming about the safe. Maria turned her table lamp on. What did you dream about? I dreamed we never found the combination. We looked everywhere, too. Well, we haven't even started looking for the combination yet, Maria pointed out. I don't think your dream is going to help us much, either. Chris shrugged. I guess not. After eating breakfast and getting ready for school, he found himself at his desk, holding the statue again. As he studied it carefully, a sound told him someone was watching him from the doorway of his bedroom. "'What are you doing, Chris?' Maria asked as she stuck her head in the room. "'Just looking at the statue. It's neat to have something of great-grandpa's. It sort of helps me know him better,' Chris said. When school was finally over on Friday, Chris grabbed Maria by the arm just as they got outside and pulled her toward the car. "'Come on, sis!' "'Why are you in such a hurry?' Maria asked. "'Maybe Grandma sent us that photograph you wanted.' I've got a feeling she did, and it's waiting in the mailbox. Let's go then, Maria said, and raced Chris to the car. They both reached the car at the same time and tried to hop in the back seat, but Mom had three big bags of groceries sitting in the back seat, too. Chris pushed the bag so he could get in. On the other side of the car, Maria yelled, I've got to get in, too, Chris. Chris tried adjusting the bag so both he and Maria could get in at the same time. Finally, they were both able to get inside and close the door. When Chris looked up and told Mom they were ready to go, Yo-Yo was peering over the front seat at him and laughing. "'Buckle your seat belts,' Mom said before she started the car. At home, Chris hefted the last bag of groceries onto the kitchen counter and shrugged out of his jacket. Yo-Yo was dragging a carton of milk across the kitchen floor. "'Is that the last bag, Chris?' Mom asked. Chris glanced at it and nodded. "Yup. "'Good. Thank you for bringing those in for me,' Mom said." She leaned against the counter for a second. Maria, please put the groceries away for me. Maria started taking groceries out of the bags and putting them in the cupboards while Mom picked out the laundry soap and stain remover she had bought and headed to the laundry room. Chris started to go upstairs to make sure Yo-Yo hadn't messed with his statue when Maria grabbed his arm. Oh, no, you don't. You've got to stay and help me put these groceries away, she said. No, you have to put them away. I brought them inside, Chris retorted. Maria made a face. She was just about to argue when a voice in the living room started talking about their mystery. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 4, The Missing Combination Mystery, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.